Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Well, my friend, we're back. It is a Sunday afternoon. It's cold, and the river's frozen, and it's kind of overcast. And Tata, the Eagles have been showing off today, haven't they? They have, and that has been it's just been amazing to watch them has been amazing we've seen three or four today i took some really cool pictures of one of them with our new camera but um you know if it's if it's sunday afternoon and we're watching the river it must be tuesdays with tata (laughs) yes welcome to two days from now (laughs) (laughs) thank you how are you today tata i am well how are you i'm good i'll be shocked if we get through this without having to let a dog in or out they've been yeah i understand you know they're there's some guys cutting, doing some timber work back there, and they're very interested in that project. Yeah, we had, uh, talk about an ongoing expense, man. We had 35 or more dead trees on this property when we got here, and with all the ice storms, they've been falling and creating quite a hazard. So we're having them taken off a few at a time, and it's kind of a long project. But uh, Blake Baldwin and his guys, shout out to you, Blake, if you're listening. They're doing a great job of uh, cleaning this place up, aren't they, Tata? Absolutely. It's amazing. They cut it all down and carry it all away. We don't waste any time either. No. Even on these cold, snowy days. And the dogs have kind of gotten used to them. But anyhow, you may hear a a tree falling or something in the background today. Well, what are we going to talk about today, Tata? Well, uh, what I just, and I just was, I looked at this before, but I just recently read it again. But in Matthew 26, uh, when, uh, and beginning in verse uh, Verse 36, um, where Jesus was in Gethsemane, Mm -hmm. praying just before he was arrested. And it's it's just, it's for me, I I think there's so many lessons for us here because we've been talking about prayer. And the fact is we've been uh, watching Church of the Highlands online. And one of the recent books that Chris Hodges wrote was uh, Pray First. Yep. And and I, I've always believed that as well. And verse 36, Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, John, James and John. So our, our friends have just presented here. The Harvey showed up, yeah. <laughs> yeah Harvey's going to... He's already he's already tasted the scripture. He's already had one Bible. Yeah, he ate Tata's <laughs> Bible a few months ago. That's right. <laughs> so, but then but Jesus took them with him, and and talking with with taking with him Peter and and James and John and he he and he, he says something here 
or the, Matthew says something very, very point, pointly, pointedly. He began to be sorrowful and troubled. Yep. Uh, so Jesus, in his humanity, was concerned about what was about to, about to happen. And it was, in, the fact is, he said, then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. Now, what, what an interesting, interesting point that, that Jesus makes. That it, it, he, in his, in his humanity, he was sorrowful and he was, he was reminiscent about all of this that was happening to him. And he was troubled by it. But he asked them to stay there with him and watch. And going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Yeah. And of course, the, the cup that Jesus was talking about is a cup of suffering. That's right. His impending crucifixion and death. Yes. Yeah, he was thinking about those things. Those things were on his heart and as they were on his mind. And that's why he came. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, he, and Jesus said, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came back to his disciples and he found them asleep. So he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me one hour? And watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he went back a second time to, and prayed again. Mm. But, uh, and then he, did, he came back and found the disciples asleep and he, came, he went and prayed a third time. But I want, to pay, I want you to pay attention to the, the one statement there that he says to Peter. Could, so could you not watch with me one hour? Mm. What did that mean? Did that mean he was in Gethsemane one hour? Or did he pray for one hour? And he was praying that the cup would pass, for, pass from him. And this, this is the only record we have, of course, about his prayer. And the other concern I had, it was... What if he was praying for himself and he was asking God for strength and endurance to get through what he was about to do? That's Die think, for us. I think that's right. Yeah. Because the, the key for me is that what he said to Peter, could you not watch, watch with me one hour? And, I, and here again, I, I realize that's supposition on, on, on my part, but they, it seems to me that, that that's significant. In the fact that Peter was there with him and, and Jesus spoke to Peter. Now, did he have to wake Peter up? I don't know. Or did Peter wake up when he came in, came to where he was? But that, it was so, so, so important to me that, that he would speak to Peter and that he would ask him that question. Yeah. Could you not pray with, watch with me one hour? Yeah. Yeah, he, he does so much for us and we do so little for him. Uh, He's willing to go to the end of the earth and into the bowels of hell for us. And we can't stay awake for an hour while he's praying. <laughs> that's that's got to be hurtful to him. Well, and I and I often think, and please, please, what we do know is Jesus is God. That's right. And he is, he is, he is human. But he, so he, he feels what we feel. In fact, is the, the, the Apostle Paul tells us that Jesus was tempted in every way that we were. And none of us have been tempted or tried as much as Jesus was because to the point of shedding our own blood. That's right. And of course that, 
that may not that may be falling on deaf ears because in some places places maybe where our listeners are right now, they're they're living under threat of death. Yeah. And they're they're li- they're living with under the threat of persecution if they're found out. That's right. Because they're calling on the name of Jesus. And so the lesson for us is when we find ourselves like Jesus found himself, he was he was sorrowful, he was troubled. And he said to them, he said it out loud to the, to the disciples, my soul is very sorrowful. Even to, even to death, remain here and watch with me. That's an interesting command, watch with me. Watch with me. Why did Jesus want them to watch with him? Because he knew that his accuser was coming. Yep. He knew that Judas was coming and that his betrayer was, would be there soon. But it, so what do we do first when we find ourselves in that? And I don't know, I can't speak for anyone else, but I can speak for myself. I have found myself in that same place, sorrowful and troubled, mm. profound emotions. Uh, my soul is very, very sorrowful even to death. I, I, I don't know that I've come to that point. No. But it, it, and I don't know that I ever ask anyone to sit and watch with me and pray with me. I know that I've been in situations where that occurred. Yeah. And lots of people have asked you to sit with them and watch That's with right. Them. Many times I've sat with people that were drawing their last breath mm-hmm. and that they were not going, to, not going to be on this earth very long, very much longer. But Think, think about that posture when we become sorrowful and we become troubled. What do we do? We do what Jesus did. Pray. He prayed. That's right. He went to his, his heavenly father in prayer. And, and, and it, was, it was so, you think about the posture that he took with God. If this cup can pass, the suffering can pass from me, but not my will, but your will. That's right. So what do we learn when we're in, in that kind of situation? We, we go to God and we seek his counsel. And then we remind God that we want to be pleasing to him. That's right. We want to do his will. So when we find ourselves in those kind of situations where we, where we can't, we, there's no one left to rely on. You can't rely on yourself when you're troubled and sorrowful. That's right. And so you have to go to God. And, and here again, I, I don't know what that meant when, when God, Jesus said to Peter, couldn't you just stay here with and watch one hour? Was that the whole time that Jesus was there in Gethsemane praying? And other translations uh, to speak to Jesus when he prayed. It was the, the perspiration, the sweat came from his face and it was like droplets of blood. And, and people have gone on, I've read accounts where when people are so burdened with stress and they're so stressed and overcome that that happens. That's right. The capillaries rupture in their face and in parts of their body and they will, ble- they will absolutely leak blood. That's right. With the perspiration. But think, think about also the strength that he got he, that was given to him because he was strengthened for that. Because... Even in even when Judas came and kissed him, what did what did Jesus call him? Friend, yeah. Do what you've come to do. That's right. 
So that, that, that gives us a look into the, into the heart and the mind of Jesus that he, when he said he came to serve, not serve. That's right. He came, became, he came to be part of us. He came to be like us and feel like us so we could be like him. That's right. And so we, we have to, if we, and that's where we have to examine ourselves and, find, and ask ourselves when we become, become like that, where we're, where we're so troubled and we're so overwhelmed with what we're facing and what we're in the middle of, what do we do? Pray first. That's right. You pray first. And you ask God to, for the, if, if, if that can pass, but if it can pass from you, it, not, it may not pass from you. But ask him for the strength to endure it. And, I, and here again, I don't know what all Jesus said to, to God, who was his father. Did he ask him for strength? Did he ask for him for endurance? Did he ask him for... But he asked God to take the cup so that he wouldn't have to endure it. We got an email this morning from a listener named Kathleen Hughes. And she said this, The thing about prayer... I used to think that before I made a prayer request, I also had to offer a solution, a suggestion, or an idea to God. That's right. But we often tend to pray like that. Please, God, help her by doing A, B, or C. Now I know that all I need to do is whisper, please, God, help. That's right. And that's what Jesus was doing here. He, He, in his humanity, he knew the God parts. I mean, he knew why he was there. He knew what it was about. He knew that a sacrifice had to be made to save all of us, or we had no choice, no chance. But he also knew, he was also a man who was sorrowful unto the point of death. And it's interesting what he said here. Like, he, 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 you're right, he prayed first. And what he said is, not my will, but thy will be That's done. That's right. And so in this moment, he's acknowledging that our will and God's will aren't always the same. That's right. But that God's will is, is really the best, and it's for our good. And that reminds me of the Lord's Prayer when he taught the disciples how to pray. What did he say? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's correct. In heaven, God's will is always done. That's right. And that's why it's heaven. That's right. (laughs) And on earth, this is interesting. I learned this from, I first thought about it in Pete Gregg's book, God on Mute, which is a tremendous book we'll talk about more later. But he said the reason Jesus prayed that is because on earth, God's will is not always done. That's right. Right now. It's not always done. It's not his will that we suffer and die. It's not our will that we lose our children. That's right. Or that our wife leaves us or that the pandemic occurs. It's not God's will. His will is not always done here. And so we need to be praying because it's best for us when his will is done. That's right. Even in Gethsemane. That's right. It's best for us That's when right. his will That's is right. done. Well, it was, best, it, was, it, was, it was best in the garden. That's right. Adam and Eve were there. That's right. Uh, his and, will was best. That's right. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's so amazing to think that when and later on in, 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 in this narration uh, by Matthew is when, when the mob came to take Jesus and, and he was betrayed by Judas, that Peter took out his sword and cut off the, the servant of the high priest's ear. Malchus, that's right. Yeah. And Jesus healed him. Right. And he said, he said to Peter, put up your sword. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? That I could ask my father, and he would send twelve legions of angels. That's right. That's right. He could call on the angels, and they would have come. But he knew God's will was best in that situation. That's correct. So the whole point is this: that when we find ourselves 
with no place to go. When we are sorrowful and, and, we're, and we're, very, we're very troubled by something, and, we, and is that easy to do? Because what, what happens to us when we, when we, when we experience those emotions? Um, when we lose control of ourselves in, in, in the midst of that emotion of being sorrowful and troubled, we, 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 we become like lost. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we lose direction. We lose, we lose sight. We lose, uh, we, lo- we lose ourselves. Yeah. And so we have to, and, and just like I, I've said, we've said it before, and there's an old song, just a little talk with Jesus. Yeah. Just a little talk with Jesus. Yeah. So when we, when, no matter what kind of situation we're in, there is no substitute. And I know that it's, it, it sounds easy to do, and I know it's not. Yeah. Because when we, when we say to ourselves, I can't do this myself. Lord, you have to help me. Take this from me. Try. That's what Jesus said. Take, take this cup. Yeah, take this cup. But I don't want to have to suffer. That's right. None of us want to suffer like that. That's right. And thanks, but we're, thanks be to God that, that, that he made a way. That's right. And that Jesus was willing to be part of that way. That's right. Chris Hodges said, prayer should be the first response, not the last resort. That's right. That's right. I, I recall... <laughs> Lewis is trying to get in Tata's lap. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. I recall uh, when, when I was at uh, Oak, Oak Hills in San Antonio years ago... Uh, I recall going to a, uh, an elders meeting in Fort Worth. We were invited to come there and speak to them because, and I guess to answer the question, how did you get where you are? And when I when I, when when I when it came my turn to speak, um, I, I said very simply to them that I don't know what I can tell you. I look in this audience and I see deaconesses. Mm. There's women in your midst. Do I have trouble with that? No. But I don't know what to say to them. So, but anyways, we, I said something. And at the end of whatever my remarks were, I, I, here again today, I don't have any idea what we said because it was uh, off the cuff, you know, so to speak. Yeah. I had no notes. Um, I said to them very simply, what are you praying for and how long have you been praying? That's right. And I sat down. Wow, and one of and one of the one of the men stood up and said, "Okay, I get it. We need to pray. We better pray right now." Yeah. So I don't know what I I don't know what their issue was. I don't know what they were that what they were discussing or what they were planning. I I have no idea what, but it was must have been something big because it, it was taking it was taking its toll on them emotionally. Hmm. And, and I'm guessing intellectually, uh, but that because but but being reminded that they needed to pray first. Yeah, it starts with prayer. And then I recall in another uh, uh, elders meeting that, and this was in San Antonio, where it, it, it the whole meeting just disintegrated into mm-hmm. it was a it was a um, it was argument really, and I just stood up and I said okay. If we didn't want God here, why did we invite him? <laughs> That's right. If we didn't want him here, why did we bring him? Why is he, we ask him to be a business among us. But the whole point, again, is this. 
when, we've, when we come to a place in life, and, and we will, we come to them daily. We yeah. come to them all day long. Where we become sorrowful and we become troubled, that's when we have to stop and ask Jesus and ask God for help. That's right. That's right. Can't do it ourselves. I used to believe we could. Hmm. I used to believe I used to be in a situation where if I didn't do it, it didn't get done. That's right. I've been there. So, it, and it, this is a this for some of us. This is a hard trip. Uh, to give up and and think about it a minute. If you if you if you call on God and and first of all first of all you have to believe that God is yeah. and that God is who He says He is. That's right. And and if we call on Him, we're we're saying to Him, I can't do this. Think about that just a minute. Taking that position of saying I can't do this when we're taught from. The first day we saw a book, you have to be in charge of yourself. You have to do it yourself. That's right. You have to be successful. That's right. So our whole world, our educational system, our culture, everything says we're supposed to be self-sufficient and self-reliant. That's right. That's right. And that's why we have this, uh, really this heresy right now that's hurting us of I am enough. And, that's and, right. And I have my own truth and, and all those things because the whole doctrine of Christianity boiled down into a nutshell is we are not enough. That's right. We need him. That's we need right. his power. Well, we his it's, it's more than that. We can't make it without him. We can't. God himself said, apart from you, apart from me, you can do nothing. That's right. And Jesus said the same thing. That's right. So, but, and, and so where, where do we find ourselves? We find ourselves trusting in something we can't see. We're trusting, we're, we're thinking of something that we, that we can't understand. But we have to, the understanding comes from the Holy Spirit. That's right. And if the Holy Spirit is in us, we have all things because then that's the door that we go through. Mm. And that's the hand that we reach for. Mm. So at some point in our lives, we have to say, I can't do this. Love it. Wow, Tata. Powerful. We can't do it. Jesus even showed us that in his own human strength. He was sorrowful to the point of death and needed to pray to get through that moment. So how in the world do we think that we can get through hard things without That's right, that's right. How can we how can we think that we can get through loss out there? How do we think we can get through difficulties that we can't manage? Um how, how, do we, how, do we, how do we come to that position where we, well, what happens is we finally, some people just finally give up. That's right. It's just more than I can bear. That's right. And, 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 and sometimes, and, and I understand that feeling because I've been there too. Mm-hmm. That there, I don't see any way over it. I don't see any way around it. It just is. But I know that I can't do it myself. That's right. And the more we try to do it ourselves, the more we run into the inevitability of Proverbs fourteen twelve, where it says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the way of death. Like, like right. we finally get to a place where we say, right. I've done all That's this right. stuff, and it is just yeah. not working. That's right. And I need some help. And well, God himself said that man, man plans, but God guides his footsteps. That's right. That's right. God directs his steps. That's right. Wow, Tata. 
Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna before we finish this up, and we obviously have to finish this episode with prayer <laughs> after talking about how important it is. I wanna, I wanna blow your mind, and at the same time, give you something to pray about because I guarantee you, in some of our listeners today, one, one of our listeners is in some sort of desperate situation. I know there's a couple in Lincoln, a young couple dealing with glioblastoma. I, I know there's a family, there's a, a listener, a friend of ours probably dying of pancreatic cancer and mm. you know just at the end there's there's difficult situations we had two people right in this week whose lives have been touched by suicide there's there's desperate situations and there are listeners in countries where it's not even legal for them to be listening to that's this, right where it's not even they could be they could lose everything for just having the bible that's right um and so i want to read you tata the names of every country that has downloaded this podcast at least once in the last seven days. Mm. And I want you to just pray about whatever's going on in the world, but specifically just lifting you up. If you're listening in Israel, Indonesia, Bahrain, Bangladesh, it's going to be overwhelming to hear this. Vietnam, Turkey, Thailand, Rwanda, Serbia, Poland, Pakistan, Namibia, Malta, Moldova, Morocco, Sri Lanka, Guatemala, Algeria, Costa Rica, Bulgaria, Turks and Caicos, Cyprus, Benin, United Arab Emirates, Iceland, Aruba, Norway, Belgium, Malawi, Fiji, Bahamas, Kenya, Philippines, Ukraine, Malaysia, Barbados, Denmark, Colombia, Egypt, South Korea, France, Brazil, Czech Republic, Saudi Arabia, Uganda, Paraguay, Finland, Dominican Republic, Sweden, Hungary, Cayman Islands, Netherlands, Zimbabwe, Romania, Jamaica, Greece, India, Spain, Japan, Puerto Rico, Nigeria, Ghana, Mexico, Russia, Italy, Ireland, Hong Kong, Singapore, New Zealand, China, Switzerland, Ecuador, South Africa, a number of people from unknown IP addresses, Germany, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, and the United States, mm. basically the whole world, mm. have been listening. And we just want you to know, Tata and I and Lisa, right now, want you to know that whatever you're facing, we are praying with you and for you. And we want to remind you that whatever it is that you're facing, pray first. That's right. Jesus had to do it, and so do we. Yeah. But Tata, pray for us. Mm. Oh, Father, we, we come to you and we just give you thanks for... All of our blessings, Father, we thank you for being mindful of us. We thank you for today. And we thank you for most of all, Father, we thank you for Jesus. And we remember that Jesus died for us. We honor him because he's your son. And we celebrate with him because he overcame. He overcame sin, death, hell, and a grave. And so can we. And he made a way for us. And through Jesus' death on the cross, you redeemed us. You bought us back from sin when we had no hope. Amen. And now, Father, we have, a, we have assurance of a home with you. And through the blood of Jesus, we have forgiveness of our sins. So, Father, we just want to follow the example of Jesus. And we know that it's hard to come to you and say, take this suffering from us. Take this cup so that we do not have to endure it. And it's not your will that we, we do endure it, but you will bless us and you will give us the strength and endurance that we need to get through it. And so, Father, there are so many that are on our hearts and our minds, that people that are struggling physically, they're struggling emotionally, they're struggling because of illness that, that, that they, they, they did not see coming. And, Father, they know that the end 
they know what the end of the illness is. So, Father, we just ask you to bless them with strength and endurance and give them peace and give them comfort. And, Father, for all those people that are in, in circumstances where they, they, they have, they, they're, they're living under a cloud of fear because they have said the name of Jesus out loud. God, Father, we just ask you to bless them with, with strength and endurance and protection, peace and protection, Father, that you would bless them and that you would see them through the circumstances that they're in. That's right. So, Father, there, we, we can't even describe. You, you know it's not news to you. Nothing's too difficult for you. Nothing's beyond your arm's reach and nothing escapes your notice. Know. We know that you see it all. And we're not, we're not, we don't want to take, we don't take the, we don't take the posture of being reminding, to, reminding you of all the pain and suffering that we're enduring and that we experience and that we see and that we're made aware of. But Father, we know that you know, and it's on our hearts, it's, we're burdened by that. Mm. that we, we feel the, we feel all of that pain. And Father, we, all of these are your children. We are your children. And Father, we love you and we need you. Help us. See us through this. That we, we're, we are facing obstacles that we can't even comprehend sometimes, Father. That's right. So Father, we come to you and we seek your blessing. We, we ask for your peace and we ask for your guidance. And we ask you to armor us and equip us against the, the evil one, Father. And Father, you have given us, you've given us the way and you've given us a means to, to rebuke him in the name of Jesus and he will feel, flee from us. And we do that. But Father, we seek your blessing and we rely on you, we trust you, we have confidence in you and we rest in you. Let us rest in your promises and Father, let us rely on you and let us seek you first. And it's in the sweet and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that we come to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tata. And thank you for this timely and important reminder that we need to learn to pray first, that even Jesus had to learn in his humanity to pray first. Thank you, Tata. Thank you. Incredible. If we're going to learn to pray first, when should we start? Start today. Better start today. Shout it out, all we say, yeah.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.